0: Welcome to the podcast. We call it The Assembly. I'm Dwayne Dunaway. We're glad to have you with us. Always glad to have you along with us. And thought we would ask the question today, what about stress? What does the Bible teach about stress? How do we handle the stresses of life? Because this is something that all of us at some time or another uh, are dealing with. And most of us are probably dealing with it on a regular basis because life is stressful. And nothing about this life is easy. In the absolute sense. Well, God has given us His word. He's given us His promises. He's given us His strength. He's given us a relationship with Him, and He is concerned about everything in our lives. And when it comes to the stress of this world and the stress of life, He wants us to believe in Him and He wants us to rely on Him. He wants us to bring our problems to Him. And no one cares about you as much as Jesus. No one cares about what's going on in your life as much as Jesus does. So it is a matter of having the right perspective. And the right perspective is always God-centered. It's always to look at things through the lens of how God can help me and what I can do in this situation to glorify God. And one of the things that we can remember is that we are supposed to be living day by day, one day at a time. Jesus said that in the Sermon on the Mount, Matthew 6 and verse 34. He said, Do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about its own things. There'll be enough anxiety tomorrow to take care of tomorrow. You focus on today. Sufficient for the day is its own trouble. In other words, there's enough for you to focus on today that you don't have any reason to think about the problems of tomorrow because you don't know what they're going to be. You don't know what tomorrow holds. The only one that knows the future is God. So whatever's coming is going to come in the way that it's going to come. And we are to stay faithful to God today, stay faithful to Christ today, stay focused on Christ today, and believe that we can handle tomorrow's problems with his strength, with his power that he supplies, and remember that and live that way. And don't look anywhere else. Don't look to the past. Don't look to the future as far as focusing on those things. Focus on what you can do right now. Focus on the present. Focus on doing right in the present. Focus on faith in the present, looking to Jesus in the present, and relying upon him and his power in the present. These are the things that will help us to deal with stress. And stress is a serious matter can be a very serious issue in our lives, but we can defeat it. We can keep it from destroying us by focusing on the things that God has provided and the things that God has said. And one of the things that God has said is, don't worry about tomorrow, focus on today. Another thing he has said is to let him fight the battle. All right. There's a principle in Exodus 14 and verse 14, which says the Lord will fight the battle you have only to be silent. So let the Lord fight your battles for you. It doesn't mean that you just sit around and do nothing. It doesn't mean that you don't take proactive steps. It doesn't mean that you don't take your medicine if you need to take it. (laughs) It means that you believe that God is in control. And that is the center of what the faith universe is all about, is believing that God is in control, believing that God loves you and believe that God has your best interest in his heart at all times. That is the love of God. That is the love of God as it has been revealed in Christ Jesus. We need to give our problems to Christ, remembering that he has been on this earth. He has lived on this earth and he lived a life that had stress in it, a very stressful life. And so when he tells us in Psalm 55 and verse 22, for example, cast your burdens on the Lord and he will sustain you, it is because he is familiar with what we're dealing with. It's not like when we bring our problems and our stress to him, he's never seen it before. He's not familiar with it. He is familiar with it. Because he lived as a human being on this earth. And he lived knowing what was coming in the future. He came into this world to die on the cross for our sins. And I don't know when he specifically realized that that was his destiny, but I know he knew it throughout his ministry. And I know he knew it a long time before it happened. And you talk about stress. You talk about living under stress. He had to depend upon the strength that his father gave him. He had to depend upon the presence and the power of God, just like we have to depend upon the strength and the power that he gives us and his presence in our lives. So that is the message of Psalm 55. First Peter chapter five says the same thing, casting all your care upon him because he cares for you. He is a caring, compassionate God who says, bring your problems to me, And he wants us to bring our problems to him. And if we would remember that, and if we would endear ourselves to his loving kindness, and the fact that he is serious about us taking our problems to him, then we would have a lot less stress, a lot more power to deal with it when it comes to our day to day lives. Now, worry is not the answer. And most people, that's how we deal with stress is to worry about it. And we're not going to get rid of all worry, I'm sure. I'm sure there's always going to be some things that we're going to worry about. But worry as a way of life is not the way of faith. It's not the way of Christ. And it doesn't even make sense. Because remember, Jesus said, which of you by worrying can add a single hour to his life? Luke 12 and verse 25 It gives you plenty to do, it just gives you the wrong kind of things to do, and it does not help anything, it does not get you anywhere. And so God says, I want you to bring your problems to me, and I don't want you to spend time in worry. That's the message of Philippians 4, 6, a message that we need to heed and we a verse that we need to really commit to memory. We need to know what this verse says because it teaches us not to worry about anything, but instead to pray about everything. Remember that? Be anxious for nothing, the King James says. Don't worry about anything is what he's saying, but instead pray about everything everything and if we would pray about everything we would worry a lot less and he goes on to say with thanksgiving let your requests be made known to god and the peace of god which surpasses all understanding will guard your hearts and minds in christ jesus our lord there will be a guard around your thoughts around your heart around your mind that will help you and it will be the peace of God. And the peace of God passes human understanding. You cannot fully understand this peace without experiencing. It's kind of like Ephesians 3 says, the love of God passes knowledge. The love of Christ is something you cannot fully comprehend. Well, it's the same way with the peace of God. You can experience the peace of God, but describing it and explaining it and how it helps you is, is just something that, you know, it is just beyond words. It's beyond human understanding. But that's the way the help of God is. It is not to be debated and dissected and and argued over. It is to be lived. And God gives help that no one else can give. And if you've ever been in the valley of despair and in the valley of depression and in the valley of darkness, then you know how true that is, Uh, that he is the one that sustains you in those difficult times. So it is a stressful life. There's no doubt about it. But it is a life that is to be lived holding the hand of God and believing that God is Invested in us, believing that God is involved in our lives. And remembering that worry is the opposite of faith, and you cannot do both at the same time. Now, there are people who have faith and they worry sometimes, and there are people who worry and they have faith sometimes, but at the same moment, you cannot have worry and faith going on. And so the key is to have faith and to trust in God when. Life gets extremely difficult when you're in the valley. Then trust him. Be like the psalmist. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He makes me to lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. And yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. God is with me. That's the key to living a life that can overcome and defeat stress. Now, there is nothing in the Bible that promises us that we will not have problems, that we will not have serious problems, that things will not come at us. In fact, we are told that this is a fallen world. We're told that the devil is an enemy that's trying to destroy us. He's trying to steal our joy. He'll steal our soul if we let him, if we take our eyes off of Jesus. This is a dark world. And there's all sorts of problems in it. The Bible does not make a lot of that. The Bible does not make promises that you're always going to have you know, smooth sailing through life. Nothing like that in the Bible. In fact, Jesus said that in the world you will have tribulation. You will have trouble. But be of good cheer, I have overcome the world. Looking at the accomplishments of Jesus, looking at the things that he has done for us, the things that he has accomplished by his life and by his death and by his resurrection, that will see you through a lot of dark times. Because it's not about us. It's not about what we can do or can't do. It's about what Jesus has already done for us. He is where the power is. He is the answer. He is the subject of this story. He's the subject of every page of the Bible. He's the subject of life itself. He's the subject of the universe. He rules and reigns in the universe. And when we look at what he has accomplished, when we look at what he has done, we see a man who was victorious over the enemy, over all the enemies, the enemy of Satan, the enemy of selfishness, the enemy of sin, and the enemy of stress. He defeated stress in his life. And he did it the same way that he calls upon us to do it. He knew the word of God. You remember when he faced the devil in the wilderness of temptation in Luke chapter four, Matthew chapter four, he met each temptation with a saying, it is written. It is written. He quoted from the Old Testament, which means he knew the Bible. He knew the scriptures. He knew what God had said. You and I need to commit ourselves to knowing what the Bible teaches. We live under the New Testament now. We need to know the promises of the New Testament as well as the promises and the principles of the Old Testament. He knew that the Word of God was a weapon to be used against the lies and the tricks of the devil. And we need to know the same thing. Another thing he did was he spent a lot of time in prayer. Sometimes he prayed all night. If he prayed, we need to pray. And we need to pray more and more and more. And nothing will help you with stress like prayer. Nothing will help you to have hope like prayer will. Taking your problems to God and, as we said earlier, committing your problems, your burdens, casting all your burdens Upon the Lord, giving them to him, leaving them there. First Thessalonians chapter five says, pray without ceasing. Colossians four and verse two says, continue earnestly in prayer, being vigilant in it, vigilant in it with thanksgiving. So prayer is something that needs to be taking place at every period of time in your life. You need to be, in other words, you need to be a person of prayer. You need to live a life of prayer. One of the things that will help you do that is to remember that prayer is the source of power during the period of problems. Now, we don't need to be that person who only prays when times are dark and we don't have any time to talk to God when everything's going our way. Then we turn to prayer because we get desperate and we find ourselves in desperate situations. We need to keep up our prayer life, but nothing will help you when times are bad nothing will help you through stress and and through problems like prayer will because god is listening and god is answering he's answering in his own way he is not always answering in the way that we see immediately sometimes we it takes great faith to wait and that's exactly what he calls us to do sometimes is to depend upon him and to just let him run the universe and run our lives and, and he'll handle everything the way that it's supposed to be handled. But it is a tremendous means of support for our lives when it comes to adversity, when it comes to problems, when it comes to tribulation is the power of prayer. Prayer is powerful because God is powerful and God is listening when his people pray. So continue to believe, continue to trust in God, continue to look to God, no matter how difficult life gets. Because without God, we have no anchor for the soul. We have no hope. But with God, we always have hope. There's always hope in Christ because he did not stay in the grave. He was raised from the dead. He arose triumphant from the grave. He ascended to the right hand of God, and that is where he is now giving aid to those who are tempted, giving help to those who are suffering, giving power and strength to those who are going through difficult times, and giving peace to those who are facing the stress of human life, human existence. So don't take your eyes off of Jesus. It always comes back to him because he is the answer. And God cares. Remember that. The devil will tell you God doesn't care. The devil will tell you look around at things you don't understand. Anything to keep your eyes off of Jesus. He does not want you to focus on Christ because he knows that's where the power is. He knows how much power there is in focusing on Jesus. And so whatever it takes to keep you from doing that, that's what he'll try to do. Don't let it happen. Stay focused on Christ, believing that he has already lived this life. He came into this world by choice and lived a human life for us. And that is the greatest love of all time. And that's the greatest care and the greatest concern of all time. And he loves us. He still loves us. And we will always know his love if we walk in fellowship with him, believe in his power to help us, his power to help us. He is able to help those who come to him and he always will do that. So believe that and don't let the devil take that away from you. Don't let your own mind take that away from you. Your own way of talking to yourself, take that away from you. Talk to yourself the right way. Tell yourself how much. God is concerned about you so that you will be motivated to take your problems to Him, so that you will be motivated to pray to Him, to talk to Him, and to rely on Him. Because without prayer, it gets really, really dark. With prayer, still may be dark, but there's a lot of light involved as well, because God is always the light. We thank you for joining us here on the podcast. We thank you for joining us for the assembly. Always uh, appreciate your presence, and we hope that the things that we say help you on a daily basis to live the Christian life. That's all we're trying to do. We hope that's what you're trying to do as well. We'll see you next time. God be with you till we see you again.